0: Welcome to Mastering La Vida, your podcast review. I'm your host, Sue. You can now start following us on Instagram, hashtag Mastering La Let us know what you think about the podcast. You guys can comment and also make suggestions for our next episodes. Welcome back to Mastering the Vida. First, I want to apologize for not being able to podcast during the last month. My husband deployed and it usually doesn't take me that long to get back to a routine. But I guess because of the pandemic, things have changed. On these six episodes, I want to talk about one of the most important organs of our body. There's a mass of wrinkly material in our head weighting around 1.3 kilograms, which controls every single thing you will ever do. It enables us to think, learn, create, and feel emotions, as well as controlling every blink, breath, and heartbeat. This fantastic organ is our brain. It's so amazing that famous scientist James D. Watson once called the brain the most complex thing we have yet discovered in our universe. And here is why. Your brain is faster and more powerful than a supercomputer. Your brain generates enough electricity to power a light bulb. Neurons send information to your brain at more than 240 kilometers per hour. When you learn, you change the structure of your brain and exercise makes you smarter. The past 20 years have seen unprecedented progress in understanding how the brain develops. The years ahead will bring breathtaking process. But today we are going to review what are the top things that experts are saying that we should be doing on a daily basis, on a daily life, to improve our brain. We all know that experts are saying that you are what you eat and that what we eat affects our brain. So let's start this podcast with the top 10 brain foods. And this is just gonna be a top list before we go ahead and start our review. So here are the top 10 brain foods, and one of them is avocado. Avocado is a good source of good fats and it helps keep a healthy blood flow. Then we have blueberries. They protect your brain from oxidized stress, They reduce brain aging. I think I need to probably add more blueberries to my smoothies. I usually drink a lot of blueberries on my smoothies, but I'll probably start adding some more. (laughs) Then we have broccoli. Broccoli is really high in fiber, rich in vitamin K, which improves your brain power. Moving on to coconut oil that is actually good for burning fat. We have eggs. Eggs which improves your memory, rich in omega-3s and vitamin E. Green leafy vegetables like kale and spinach are a good source of vitamin E and folate. Then we have salmon. I love salmon. I personally could eat salmon every day. Rich in omega-3s and DHA. And turmeric is... uh, I drink turmeric every day, so I know about the many benefits of turmeric. One of them is that it reduces inflammation. And it helps boost antioxidants levels. So keep your immune system very healthy. And it also improves brain's oxygens. I didn't know about that one until I started researching a little bit more. We have walnuts, which have high levels of antioxidants in zinc, rich in vitamin E and lots of magnesium, which improves your mood and by that, your brain. And leaving the last one for the best, yes, is dark chocolate. And I know what you're going to say, you like the one with milk. And I used to too, but I start getting used to dark chocolate. I actually find it in Target with um, nuts, mixing it, and it tastes delicious. So dark chocolate improves your focus, your concentration, and mood. And it stimulates endorphins. Yes. So those are the top 10 brain foods. So let's go ahead and jump right back and start this review. These are the top tips to improve the brain without medications. And the number one is learning. Experts said that staying curious about life and learning can benefit your brain. They recommend reading and studying, taking courses in subjects you enjoy, practice arts or activities that capture your attention. Be a lifelong learner and you will be more likely to stay young at heart and in your brain. I must be completely honest with you guys. I was not learning anything during a period of my life. There was a time where I was the queen of the party. Social life was my thing. I wouldn't touch a book, documentary or show any interest whatsoever in learning. I call that period my sleep brain years. This went along for around 8 to 10 years. Yes, that's a long, long time. But there was a spark two years ago. Things changed and I am completely a different person. This year, I have read six books in total. And I know what you're thinking. This number might not be really high or might be nothing for you. But for someone like me who had that long of a period of time which wasn't learning anything, it's a big accomplishment. I did not grow up in a house where reading was part of our daily activities. I only read books whenever I had to because of school. There was no interest at all about it. Since I started learning and getting interest in subjects that are fascinating to me, my life has changed. My vocabulary has changed. My personality has changed. I could not recognize myself if you have shown me a video of the future eight years ago. Today, I am creating a different environment for my children. An environment where learning is fun, where reading is not a punishment, but it's an activity we enjoy doing together. Every night in my house, my two kids, my dog, and myself sit on the bed or in one of my kids' beds, and we are reading bedtime stories or a chapter book or even a learning book. And my children are delighted. This is how I'm changing things. They wait anxiously for every reading night as it is a gift. So, yes. Learning will completely change your brain. And let's remember that every time we learn a new fact or skill, we change our brain. Number two, bad brain habit. Uh, this one's going to be a tough one for me and for many people. Yes, experts says that eating a lot of fast food, too much sugar, diet soda, not enough sleep at night, working long hours, and not getting enough exercise are all common bad habits that we're likely falling victim to at some point and they will damage our brain for sure. I remember all of those nights where I was at the party all night, got home, took a shower and went straight to work. Breakfast was from one to two Red Bulls and let's not even talk about the long hours I had to work that same day. Just to think about how I was treating my brain now makes me very upset. I don't know if We all have been there, but in my case, I am completely guilty of all of them. I quit drinking alcohol recently. It wasn't because I feel bad about it. It is because I am experimenting things to review and inform you all of what my experiences are in this podcast. I found out that since I quit alcohol, I have an abundance of energy with me. I can teach yoga class in the morning. I can exercise at midday and I can still teach a dance class in the afternoon. Since I quit alcohol, I can remember my dreams more clearly. I can remember where I parked my car (laughs) and I can find my phone at home. I have seen a small difference in my daily life. I am not telling you to quit wine or beer or whatever it is that you drink. I am telling you that reducing alcohol, sleeping more hours, getting daily exercise, lowering your amount of sugar intakes and eating less fast food will make a huge impact in your life. Overall, I became a mother eight years ago for the first time, and that was the number one reason that I started some of these changes in my life. I didn't want it to be a bad influence for my children. I wanted to be someone he could look up to, and in order for that to happen, I had a long way to go. I still have a long way to go, but I can say today that becoming a mother and changing my bad habits made me a better person overall. Loving your brain is the first step towards creating a brain-healthy life. And we're moving on to the third tip, brain reserve or brain resilient. Experts say that there is a reason why some people are able to cope with divorces without losing their minds or losing a family member or a job without jumping into depression. Brain reserve is a cushion of healthy brain tissue that we have whenever we have to deal with unexpected stress that comes our way. The more reserve we have, the more resilient we are in times in trouble. The less reserve, the more vulnerable we are. From this point of view, I will love to give you a personal example. One of my older brothers is probably a perfect sample of what resilient and brain reserve is. When we were children, I I don't remember him having any injury that could have probably damaged his brain. However, There were several aspects in our life that could have been the reason of his low resilience to be able to cope with things. It is true we are all not the same. Even when it comes to having the same mother and father, we are all different. but Because of things that happened during the time we were growing up, he became a problematic person. My brother has been in jail twice. He currently consumes drugs and he's been on a homeless position more than twice. There were so many problems surrounding him all of the time that some of us family members, including myself, made the same question over and over again. Why? Why a very smart kid? Because my brother was super smart as a kid and teenager. He was able to open a computer and fix it without taking any classes. When he was a kid, he would open electronics to find out how they work and he will put them back together without no problem. That's how smart he was. So how does someone get from that point to the point where he is? Having so much potential as a kid? My brother currently still lives in Central America, and his brain has never been scanned. but after all my research and discoveries, I believe that there is a big possibility that his brain was damaged at certain age of his teenage life. It could have been because of the consumer of drugs and alcohol, or maybe there was a brain incident that no one remembers. But I firmly believe that if he will get to be scanned, there are pretty high chances that his brain is damaged, and that this is the reason why. He took the steps that he took on, and the lack of brain reserve and resilience showing in his actions. And like my brother, I'm sure there are millions of people currently in jail, homeless, or going through problems that are probably unaware that these can be fixed. Anything you do can harm and decrease your brain reserves. Here are some of the examples. Chronic stress kills cells in the memory centers of the brain brain injuries, concussions, physical head trauma, too much alcohol or drug abuse, negative thinking disrupts healthy brain functions, poor diet, nutrition, environmental toxins, and anything that diseases blood flow to the brain, such as lack of sleep, smoking, or too much caffeine. Living a brain healthy life will increase your brain's reserve and your ability to deal with the inevitable stress that comes our way sometimes. And we're moving on to number four which is brain waves. Your brain uses electrical signals to communicate and organize input and process information. Every time your brain completes a task or has an activity it generates brain waves. These waves or trace of electrical activity can be seen in a scan process into your brain. There is equipment that can map the activity in the brain and provide you with a clear picture of the brain waves a patient experience. The brain scan process can reveal and measure four distinct types of brain waves. This information can then be sent to use to uncover unhealthy patterns that could be the cause of anything from fatigue to insomnia. There are five types of brain waves. Delta brainwaves happens when you are sleeping. Theta brainwaves happens when you are dreaming. Alpha brainwaves, the most common ones, happens when you are thinking or working. And there is gamma brainwaves, the fastest brainwaves produced inside your brain. This usually happens naturally when you are trying to solve a problem. And this is the brainwave I've been experimenting with for the last four months. I started experimenting with gammas when... I took a free class from mind Bali, where they talk about how to access tier states of mind for powerful guidance and problem solving. They explain the Silva method, which is a self-help and meditation program that claims to increase an individual's ability to relaxation, development of higher brain functions, and physical abilities. This was introduced by Jose Silva. During my experiment with Gamma brainwaves, I experienced several things. First, let me say that I have not purchased any equipment at all. All I have been working with are videos that I found on YouTube that claim to have a highest brainwave frequency. Gamma by Natural Beat at 70 AC 1H pure. My first week with this experiment, I had s- sort of a nightmare meditation. It was extremely strange and my body did not like it. The second week, I experienced something different. I went into a super deep meditation where I saw a name, possible a name I was wondering for a while. I've been searching for a name for a future business that I'm thinking about, and, and I saw this very clear during my meditation experience. Uh, so I decided to start a diary to write everything I was experimenting with gamma. By my third and fourth week practicing, I decided to extend the time of my meditation to a whole hour. I experienced vibrations of my ears very intense after I was done. Vibrations lasting from up to five minutes after I took my headphones off. During that time, I also experienced problems with one of my ears. I don't know if the vibrations irritate anything in there, but it was hurting for a little bit. The last three months was resumed to vibrations most of the times. It's very deep. There are no images. Some days I feel more stressed than others. But overall, these brain firsts are definitely not to calm anyone, in my personal opinion. I am not able to practice this meditation as soon as I wake up or before bed. I usually do it around 5 p.m. Do I feel like my IQ increased? I don't know. Do I think this works? I'm not sure. I think that if I keep experimenting with them, I could probably give you a better review of them. It might be too soon for me to say that this works or not. But if you want to take away one good thing about this meditation is that One of the times that I was experimenting with Gamma, I did get some answers to some questions I had in regards to my future. And that, for me, is a plus. I did not ask you to believe me. I only provide this review because this is where I experience. And I believe that some of you might benefit from my personal experience and my reviews. And if you decide you want to give them a try, just be very careful with them. Do not go for a whole hour in your first time. And in addition to that, wear headphones because it's the only way it works. You can find it in YouTube and it's free. These days, you can purchase machines that will help you with brain waves, such as the verbal EGG meditation headset, or there are machines from $300 to $5,000, like the GB4000 MOPA frequency that claims that it will make you achieve the waves. You can also practice in EGG scan therapy for researches, but at the end, I think this is not something to be done on a daily basis. I do not think I will continue with this meditation as I feel I might need to take a break from it and go back to my relaxing meditations that I adore and honestly it brings me more patience and less less stress. However, I wouldn't disregard it. I think I will in the future maybe purchase more efficiency machinery to experiment with brainwaves again. I grew up thinking that we go to school to learn, but school do not teach us how to learn and how to think. The problem is not the teachers. The problem is the system. These are the words for one of my personal teachers. His name is Jim Quick. He had problems. He had problems learning as a kid because of an injury he suffered when he was just starting school age. Jim had problems learning and reading and was bullied as a kid for this. They call him the kid with a broken brain. He grew up thinking that he was incapable of doing things and that his life was meaningless. But Jim was not destined to failure. Today, Jim is the CEO of Quick Learning, a powerhouse in memory improvement and speed reading. His mission is to help people learn faster, master information overload, and activate your inner genius. Jim believed that we are all capable of training our brains to read faster, work smarter, and think better. And I don't know about you, but I am all in trying to discover if any of these tips out there could actually make an impact in my life. In order to rewire our brain, experts say that we have to forget about our limitations, that we learn best through creation, not consumption, that information plus emotion equals long-term memory, and that we need to learn with the intention to teach the same information to others. Growing up, I didn't have any goals. I had dreams as a kid and as a teen, but I didn't knew that you were able to train your brain. My understanding was that you were born with a certain brain, and if you were smart as a kid, your life was going to be grand. But if you were not smart, then you could still find a simple job that, that didn't require of you having an exceptional brain. The more I learn now and the more I experiment things, I realize how wrong I was growing up. I had a hard time in mathematics and algebra. I always told myself that I was bad and that I was not going to be exceptional. I didn't belong to the smart section and maybe that's one of the reasons I kind of created escape from the real world by dancing. Dancing was my passion as a kid, as a teen. The more I studied my behaviors as a kid, the more I realized that I was so wrong. And not having the necessary knowledge and being able to surround yourself with others who could potentially inspire your life is a big deal. I remember studying math with the husband of one of my oldest cousins and he made me feel as the more stupid person in the world. Up to today, whenever I talk to him, he would still make me feel stupid. And don't take me wrong, he has a good heart. It's just that sometimes people label others and it's hard to take that label out. It's hard for him to see more than what I was when I was a kid. I, I don't blame him, but I d- do not let that affect me anymore. I am currently working every day into improving my life, my children's life, my marriage, and also trying to inspire others to become better. And I will tell you, the job is never done. When I think that I am moving forward, things will happen and it will interrupt my routine, my schedule, and now I think that is more of the way I react towards those problems that it will lead me into a faster and smarter solution to them. As Jim Quit said, it is not how smart you are, it's how are you smart. I was feeling frustrated because my husband left because of the deployment. My kids six and eight are doing remote school from home. My schedule and routine had to be adjusted. My me time gets shorter and shorter. I was teaching yoga, meditation, dancing classes, making the podcast, taking care of the house, the kids' school, and still being available to others whenever they needed me. The last weeks were so stressful and in some kind of way, so demanding. It took for me to sit down again and prioritize what's important at the moment and leave a couple of things in pause until I had the time and energy to do them. And one of them was so sad because it was my podcast and I love doing this. But I am compromised with you guys. I feel like there's a reason why I need to be here today telling you all of this. And I hope all of the work I'm putting in here makes a difference to someone. If I am able to reach one person per podcast, it will completely fulfill my purpose here. I am so grateful to all of you. And I know one day you will do the same impact on someone else's life. Because when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Thanks for listening to this episode. I also want to say hi to all of the new listeners in Germany, Argentina, Brazil, Spain, Israel, the United States, Australia, Croatia, Japan, and Panama. Thank you guys for listening and for coming into my podcast, and I'll see you all next time.